Hey guys, welcome back to Next Screen Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Alyssa. I'm John. I'm Martin. And I'm Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about two recent releases, uh, Babylon and Megan. And why one made way more money than the other. (laughs) And it's not the one you think. (laughs) Disclaimer, spoilers ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good, guys. That was pretty smooth. It was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was just to get at John. But anyway... uh, (laughs) Yeah, shockingly enough, uh, Megan already outgrows Babylon <laughs> in the span of not three days, but literally just a Friday and Saturday gross. Open. Uh, what was? How much more did Megan make? Uh, overall. Uh, yeah, Alex. So, overall so, and an opening. So, Babylon has been out for a month almost. Um, three weeks. Yeah. And it made thirteen point five million. <gasps> And Megan made that on Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really that's like, worse than I thought. That's it's, so much more than I thought. This Me- weekend Megan literally made double thirty times the amount that Babylon did. <gasps> Babylon made a million dollars this weekend and Megan made thirty million. Oh and my god. How much did it take to make Babylon? How much was there but seventy mil? And Megan was twelve, I'm I believe. Twelve or thirteen, yeah. Which that was the op- like the original projection projection for it was fourteen to sixteen, blew it out of the water. <laughs> Unlike Babylon, which well, Alex, do you remember how much it was supposed to make opening weekend? I remember um, we talked about projections earlier. I can look that up, but uh, you're off by like fifty million dollars on the production budget. For what? Babylon's estimated budget is one hundred and ten million. Well, seventy to one hundred and ten. Oh my god! We, we he saw said this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> was it on the episode we talked about it? We briefly talked about. Oh, okay. You guys had a side conversation about Babylon because none of us had seen it yet. Got you. And now everyone has. Now everyone has. So now we can go go into a full review. All I and can Megan say is definitely better. Is that movies <laughs> are back? The Megan definitely had a better soundtrack than Babylon. I must say. Yes, this is true. I Sorry. will say there yeah. is a better cover in Megan. You can say it. We already said spoilers. <laughs> I am Titanic. <laughs> um, so we're gonna. <laughs> when that came on, I'm not gonna lie. That was like the last. That was, that was, that was swag. That, when she started singing, that was the funniest moment of my entire life. I did not expect to be talking about two musicals today. I will say. <laughs> Wait. So what makes a movie a musical? Uh, in world singing. But at least more than one song. What do you mean, like in worlds? Because like I thought I musicals know. progress the plot with its music. Yeah, I think it has to be like Google you're telling the me Titanium didn't progress the plot <laughs> of Megan. Google the definition. It it literally she was literally Titanium Alloy. Mm, yes. But <laughs> wait, wait. are you saying that song was like a metaphor? It's not metaphor. A metaphor if it's literal. Yeah, it's a literal. She's it literally symbolic. titanium. She's, yeah, she she's telling the the child in I'm, bed. She's I will not child. die. Yeah, you can't you shoot can't me. I will protect me. you forever. So the definition of a musical is a play or movie in which singing and dancing play an essential part. Musicals developed from light opera in the early twentieth century. So yes, so Megan like, is a musical because they play an essential, part. an essential part. It was the funniest well, moment in the movie and the best part of the 
the marketing. But that's was her not dancing. considered an essential yeah. part. It's it essential me. part to that thirty million. <laughs> that's the only reason why people showed oh up. My God. That's true. That is the only reason people showed up to see her bust a dang move. Dude, the marketing for Megan insane. The marketing it's for so Megan is it's good, but it it's it needs to be worked on. Done well, not done well. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's it's, why it's good. Though. Like yeah. it's genius, but it's yeah. just not working. But like, like they just have. Well, it worked if it made thirty <laughs> mil. I guess when it's supposed to make sixteen. They just have ten people dressed as Megan running around New York, but trying to do things in sync, but not really in sync. <laughs> do you think Babylon would have done better if they had ten people dressed as Margot Robbie going around dancing, or? No, ten people dressed as the um, elephant. Sid. <laughs> the, the elephant shitting on people. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is promotion for Babylon. Oh, I dude. think Babylon should have had better marketing in general. They I feel had like marketing. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. I feel like no, there was like besides the trailer and like the posters, I really didn't see anything for Babylon anywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. The best part of the Babylon marketing is at the beginning of every showing, and you were you didn't get to see this, Martin, but. Every, literally every showing now that oh, I've been to, yeah. Margot Robbie and Diego Calva are there saying, thank you. thank you for coming to see Babylon the way it's supposed to be seen. <laughs> in, in a, a packed a, theater. <laughs> and every time, I've seen it three times in that theater, it's almost completely empty. Yeah. We That's were, so The most insane. packed I saw it was with Alex and there was five other people besides us. That's crazy. Oh, I think Same. the time that I ran in at the ending <laughs> and I became the third person in the theater. Yes, that too. <laughs> It's, it's just, yeah. what does that say about, like... Life. <laughs> well, just, like, are people... It like, the people going... career field. <laughs> <laughs> but is it, like, do people that are going to the theater just not care about those types of movies? Or is it marketing? Like, what is it? What does it really come down to? Yes. I thought... <laughs> I thought, I mean, I thought people were going to be in, in, in the seats because people loved, like, David Chazelle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and, I, I and didn't Brad think, Pitt and I didn't Margot think Robbie. Babylon needed that much marketing because, like, a Quentin Tarantino movie doesn't really have that much marketing either. But Chazelle but isn't as a, big of a name yet. Yeah, he's a... Okay. Quentin Tarantino yeah. has a bigger name, okay. for sure. Yeah. Because, like, my dad knows Tarantino. Yeah. You know. But but your kid's dad's going to know. So mm-hmm. me? So you are going to know <laughs> Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle is going to be, you know... Still on the come up. If, if he gets another movie, hey, he's gonna he get will. another movie. So like, what? He's not gonna get another shot on Netflix. <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> okay, no. hold on, hold on. He Don't actually, speak that into the universe. He actually does have a deal with Netflix. I think. No. Oh my god. I mean, he had a TV show on there. Did he? Which but, one? What? The one with the uh, Andre Holland. It came out in 2020, I believe. Who's Andre Holland? Uh, he was the grown-up best friend in Moonlight. Bird Box. <laughs> 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 what? No, I'm just kidding. Probably got canceled as Netflix. So it was a limited series. Go looking at the trailer again. I think maybe part of the, I think one their primary like source of marketing was their trailer, and their trailer honestly doesn't tell you what the plot is. It just it's just it it is one of the themes which is like show business is is chaotic, and like a flurry of passion and like the trailer sort of does convey that, but like. If you show that to a layperson, they're like, what's the movie about? Just like people going crazy at a party. Like it doesn't really convey like what the narrative is supposed to entail, like how deep it goes into the film industry, like what they're pursuing really. Like, how, like it doesn't what the through what the through plot is between all the characters. It's just it is chaotic and messy like the film. And in that sense, it's good. 
but it doesn't like a lay person wouldn't really feel attracted to watch that kind of film in a sense. I feel like that's kind of, I mean, it's both ways because some people like tra- well, like just showing from the like the first trailer just the party of it. I feel like that draws more of a mainstream audience because people know, like you know, the popular thing is just oh, I just want to watch this crazy fun movie and then they sit through a three hour movie getting tricked saying oh yeah this isn't this is just the first five minutes of the movie do we think which can benefit but it's also it's you know do we think that the, the runtime has to do with it also mm, no because no, it, avatar weekend would have yeah mm. i guess avatar well yeah. i feel like avatar is a, it's it's you can't compare the two because avatar oh, no, no, no. is very like it's avatar People and it already avatar. had a following yeah it was also, yeah, it was the highest grossing film prior, so it has, like, a history behind but, it, and then Disney picking it up, creating, like, the theme park, and then, like, James Cameron, once again, is a much more well-known director than Damon Chazelle, so, like, just on, like, a basis of those factors, well, it's very different to compare. I was only saying length. Like, length okay. doesn't matter, is basically what I was getting at. Yeah. Because, um, like, there's there's so many blockbusters that run three hours, you know? So, it's, like, that doesn't necessarily take away, but also Tar... Um, which I just looked it up. It didn't do amazing, of course. It had a very limited run, but... I will say, there were more people in our... Tr- when we went yes. to go see Tar than when we saw Babylon. There yeah. were more people in our theater. But was there more people in Tar than there was in Megan? No. Of course not, because <laughs> Megan is the movie of the year. <laughs> it is the only movie. Well, no, actually, no. But Christian Bale has a movie on Netflix. So. Do we also think that it had... Because I was trying to c- compare... It just in my brain, I didn't say any of this out loud because I was thinking of like when I saw La La Land in the theater and like how many people went to see that. But obviously that was before like COVID and like whatever. So do we think that because when I went to see La La Land, there were a decent amount of people in the theater. So Damien Chazelle definitely has like people wanting to see his movies, you know? I mean, so could it be like. It's also like a different time now that COVID's passed and things like that. So I think there's so many factors that go into why Babylon failed. Um, literally came out the weekend that the snow, like the snowstorm, was like across most of America. That doesn't excuse it here, but that could excuse for up yeah. north. Um, the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we're in the south, baby. Every episode. <laughs> um, you know, you this one was like the first split reviewed movie for Chazelle whereas all his other ones were at least hits with critics oh um, was Babylon split I didn't I know it was that. like a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes oh shit I didn't know yeah. that okay Rotten Tomatoes ain't shit <laughs> they're not but like yeah but people I, I, use yeah. That. Megan has people a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. well there, there that's is correct the, the uh, pandemic <clears throat> did accelerate a lot of habits that were already starting to form with Mm -hmm. you know when i'm going to decide to go out to the theater and what type of movies i'm going you know i think are worth it and you know movies like megan are like oh that's a short fun date night or a night out with friends whereas like babylon is like not that and it's not a movie that you're like oh hey grandma you want to go watch this like serious oscar movie um but a movie to compare it to is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which oh, what came sure. out in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Retro movie about Hollywood, starring Brad Pitt, or co-lead and Brad Margot Pitt, Robbie, and Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh wow! And 
that movie opened with 41 million. Um, so Babylon opened with 3.6 million. Um, one opened in July, one opened in December. One has a bigger name. I mean, is Leo the only difference? Well, like, I mean, I Leo know. and Tarantino, like, you get oh, yeah, that yeah. duo. Yeah. Because that was, what, Leo's first movie since The Revenant as well? Was it? Yeah. Wow. So, like, you kind of have, like, all those factors. Because, like, honestly, if it, if that movie was directed by someone else and didn't have Leo, which I know are, like, two huge parts, but... So, if the movie was Babylon... Yeah, exactly. It would, <laughs> it would have Babylon. I will say that... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood does have the hook of the Manson family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's like a place to ground it in pop culture. Um, there's the, I mean, I, the trailers look f- more fun. You mm-hmm. know, it's just hang, it, like the trailers were kind of representative of what the movie ended up being. Just hanging out with these characters, kind of goofing off, being friends, you know. I mean, Babylon, you know, has fun parts, but it. Um, you know, the trailer does make it look like just nonstop chaos and that's not necessarily everybody's vibe as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the score I, didn't it, help it at all either. Like it was pretty <laughs> mediocre. Yeah. Megan's score was pretty mediocre. I'm so glad she started singing. Uh, now, but like it, it, it's so interesting. Like, because people are comparing um, Babylon to, uh, was it Boogie Nights as well? Like they're saying this is like the most modern Boogie Nights. So Alex, if you can start doing research which one's on that. Boogie Nights? That's the p- p- porn movie. Uh, <laughs> with no, Marky that, Mark. We, yeah. I watched that on my twenty second birthday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was my <laughs> my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I don't really like any of his other movies. No. Wait, so why are people no. comparing it to Boogie Nights? Because it's like Boogie Nights. <laughs> It's the ups and downs of an industry, if you will. Okay. Um, sure. And also, I guess, very pornographic. Like, you weren't yeah. <laughs> joking on that. But uh, they're, you know, comparing that to that and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But if you were to compare Boogie Nights and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that never really happened. Um, so I think that's also, like, people just, not that they don't get the film, but they don't necessarily know how to grasp it fully. And that could play into the marketing. That could play into the actual movie itself. But even people that have seen the movie, a lot of them just kind of remember the beginning rather than anything else that happens. Saying, like, it is all just, like, party, party, party. When we all know it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like from the trailers, you would expect it to be all party, party, party. Mm -hmm. But when you're actually watching the film, it's like, oh, there's not nearly as much partying in it as you would probably expect. I feel like or at least, in the, uh, I yeah. yeah. even the, even the posters. It's just like, yeah. It's yeah. just stills of a party. Yeah. yeah. It's the opening scene party too. Like there's literally Margot Robbie in her red dress, mm-hmm. uh, Brad Pitt in like a suit, Diego in the PA clothes as that he was wearing for the party. Also a suit. Also PA like clothes. PA suit. PA <laughs> clothes <laughs> back in the day used to be suits. Yes. Can we go back to the times where everyone dressed up to be on set? Oh my god! Imagine having to wake up even earlier for certain games to put on a freaking suit well you guys would have to put on what would i wear what what would a woman wear i mean i guess in these times we could also wear a suit you could wear suits or swag yeah that's what i'm saying saying. like now we could wear a suit 
but like what would they wear back then? I guess there weren't really like Women female directors or anything. Well, what Greta was the, was yeah, in the, the movie. What was the director wearing? But she, I think she had on like black slacks and a button up and she like ca- suspenders. She had like the classic director with like yeah. You know, yeah. kind of poofy. But were there were there female directors back then? Or did yeah, Damon Chazelle just be like women? Women threw in a woman women director. Didn't exist. I'm not sure. I'm curious if if it was supposed to be a reference to something. Yeah. Because there were um, more like during that era, but mm-hmm. also like immediately far less. Yeah. Like so it was like, oh, this whole this new frontier, and then you know, but so by the time the movie is established, I mm-hmm. thought that's whenever it's you know the. Uh, the structures, the studio structure started to kind of get, you know, yeah. was developed by that point. So I'm not sure, I'm, but. Yeah, it says the first female director was actually in 1896. Oh. Well, in well for inventing uh, the, <laughs> the what is called cinema today. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, she may be uh, considered the person to invent the what is called narrative feature. Oh. Like she invented, uh, like, uh, yeah, doesn't count. <laughs> what, do mean, what do you mean that doesn't? That, if anything, that counts more than anything. Directors back in the day, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you can't say it, bro. The, the, the film was invented by women, so <laughs> we're not complaining. No women in film. They, they are film. But yeah, because I don't know. I'm just curious to see if there were actually like women back then who who were doing like in the studio, like plant actually directing, or if it was just like all men. Um, while uh, Martin looks this up, the whole uh, back to the you know why did it not do well? This you know oh it's not for everybody certain things yada yada yada. That's all after having seen the movie and people talking about it. Yeah, the opening weekend was abysmal. So nobody knew, you know oh was it nonstop partying was it not yada yada yada. Yeah. This was all coming from the marketing because I don't think there were there were. Like the early buzz around the movie was positive. Uh, it well, wasn't yeah. until like no. a week or two before the movie came out that there was like, yeah. actually, this movie's going to be offensive to people. Um, yeah. but I mean, I don't know how how far reaching those comments were. Very. It was in the film, in the in the you know movie Twitter and yeah, uh, but that's also where the movie was mostly talked about. And that's the question: is like for a hundred million Twitter? dollar movie, you can't just market like it specifically. On Film, Twitter, and Letterbox. I can and get also, over it. Building off an earlier point that Jeremy mentioned, the opening weekend is sort of an outlier because it was during the biggest cold front in the last couple decades hitting the United States. Yeah, a lot of people like a were huge snowed storm. in. People really couldn't leave their homes. A lot of businesses closed. Airports were closed. So like that definitely impacted. And then the next weekend, new movies came out, and people were just I, like, oh. Let's go watch the new things. Agree somewhat, but Avatar made one hundred and thirty-four million that weekend. Yeah, because pe- if people were gonna die in the snow, they rather see blue people. Yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna <laughs> go yeah. visit Awa, Awa and get. Awa. Oh my god, they're literally gonna visit Awa I mean, now. I know that it's not. I know it's not like what? you know you're like Avatar to this, but I mean again, Babylon's a hundred million dollar movie. Like they're they're not positioning it like it's a, you know, they're opening it on Christmas Day. This was their, you know, their big movie. It's not like this was twenty million dollar, um, King Speech. You know, it's. I do feel like Babylon came out at an odd yeah. time. That's what I was of the say year. Too, yeah. Like, well, I don't know. It's Oscar bait time. It's I mean, sure, but like right earlier. around, like right around Christmas, Just everyone's busy with their holiday stuff. Like, 
I don't know. It just feels like a weird time, especially for a, a movie like that. I don't know. It just feels like an odd choice to have it come out. When did Tar come at out? At that time. October. Is that not a good time? Well, I'm saying like it's not too early. When did La La Land come out? It, it was same December. time. December. December? Yeah, that, that was that was. That's like what I, I'm just saying. Bad Black yeah. should could have yeah. came out in October. Yeah, December 9th was La La Land release. I feel like. Oh, but, but it was the beginning uh, of December. That so was, was like prior to beginning of December. Well, was that wide or limited? It was limited, and then that was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the wide was closer to Christmas. Um. But, like the, there's always going to be these Oscar Beatty movies that come out right at the end of the year. There's always a huge rush of them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know this year's kind of a weird year for it, which I'm glad we're getting something different because like the bigger ones that are being talked about are Elvis, you know, um, everything everywhere. Uh, I want to throw RR in there, but not really. Uh, even Tar, like most of these are pre-November releases that are getting these huge awards uh, recognition, but also Fablemans, uh, that's, you know, a November release, um, which is much more. Uh, not predictable, but even that one bombed too, which is a weird one. Yeah, but it's Spielberg. Yeah, so but Spielberg sucks. <laughs> That's what she, I don't know. Fablemans <laughs> is a meh movie. Anyway. Let's talk about the things we like about Babylon. Oh, I was going to say one last thing of what Martin oh. hates, which is our moms. But anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother I love my mom. <laughs> I love mommy. My Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Mama. Mama. <laughs> So Babylon. <laughs> yeah. Babylon was all like for people that work in the film industry, there were so many scenes where it's just like, yep, the PA run and the sound scene were like that they resonated. So the sound scene was so good. So funny. Yeah. If you want to know like what it's like working with <laughs> sound John people. Marco. Oh. <laughs> I was saying sound people. Oh yeah. But, you know. Sound people suck. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I you just love I just love Margot Robbie screaming. I don't listen. I listen to my fucking director, not the fucking sound guy. Yeah. No, there, there's very like, it's just so relatable to us here. So of course we're all gonna have more positive reviews. Um, yeah. Just purely based on like that fact alone, mm-hmm. which also might be another thing. Like it went very heavy into that, so mm-hmm. that might have like people just like I don't get it. Like after opening weekend, they're like I don't. Yeah, but I feel like it was <laughs> still like why do you think? Sure, but like, why do you take an ambulance? Like, is the job really that worth it? <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <but laughs> you're yeah. right. Because became studio exec. Yeah. So I feel like um, people who work in the yeah. film industry are on par as like United States Marine Corps. You know what I mean? That's a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> like Corch. <laughs> like hoorah! You know. That's, you know fucking, that's, that's that's what we should say over walkie all the time. Look, we get walkies. We gotta. We deal with the bogeys. Film mm. people are better than the Marines, and that's just and on, that's God. on God. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Not under God. <laughs> We're above one God. nation above God. One nation <laughs> under the film industry. Shout out, PA. <laughs> I'm curious if um, if it is more accessible because you have all these people going through these crazy situations, getting so mm-hmm. intense, stealing ambulances, whatever, whatever. Shooting dying actual Dying in the box. <laughs> yeah. So many people yeah. die. Yeah. And everyone's just like, yeah, that's, that's the price of that's, film. That's just <laughs> show, that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. Maybe, that's showbiz, baby. But in something like, something like this, people are like, I don't get it. But Wolf of Wall Street, they're like, oh, yeah, money. 
Yeah, money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Money. yeah. yeah. Whereas, so this, what they are like, they're like, why are they doing this? And they're like, this place used to be magical. <laughs> and like, I can see why everyone's like, oh, yeah. fuck these obnoxious film people. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, money. But it's so interesting, too, because, like, talking about Wolf of Wall Street, like, the average person has no fucking idea what they're talking about or what they're doing. But they're just, it's just like, oh, he's doing cocaine. He's being crazy. Like, whatever, like, the way that it's made. I, too, want to cheat on my wife. Yeah, like, doing all of these <laughs> things that everyone just thinks it's, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. And yeah. it's, like, it's so interesting to compare something like that to Babylon because it is kind of this... Not, obviously not the same subject material but like kind of the same like stakes and like crazy things are happening and whatever but still people are just like okay <laughs> like I don't get it yeah I mean I guess this is also like it plays into I guess that's what I meant earlier like this plays too much into how the sausage is made Yeah, that maybe it's like it's a, it's a turn off it doesn't it does more it. I think to a degree. Like it has like a couple scenes yeah. where it's like, yes, this yeah. is this one's for yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying Film it's for the whole movie, yeah. but like you know, what if, I mean? like because people... the movie by itself, I think, is a pretty good like story yeah. instant narrative going on. But yeah, I just I don't know. It's trying to make sense of why it bombs so so badly. Yeah, it's just, yeah. There's I mean, many factors. You do have many scenes that not not just about the, how the sausage is made, but mm-hmm. like, what is film? Yeah. Why do we do this? Yeah. Like, and so it's like between the insider baseball jokes, which I do mm. think are funny and entertaining scenes in and of themselves. They might yeah. be like over the top to where you know you got you know again. There's that whole Vermicilla dude thing. Like, you know, does the movie break its own internal logic? And it kind of rises that line once people start like getting impaled by spears, and you're yeah. just like, yeah. and everyone's just like, all right. Um. But so I could see why some people don't get that, you know, don't get those scenes. And then you also have like the pontification on art and, you know, movies actually are art, you know, you know, you can go fuck yourself. Like they're art. You don't like us killing people? Well, fuck you. We made Avatar. (laughs) Well, no, they literally say like Brad Pitt to one of his soon to be ex-wives. Yeah. uh, Film is not a low art. Yeah. Like. And he says that at least three times in that scene. Yeah. She's, well, she's a theater bitch, so deservedly <laughs> yeah. so. I do think the the first line that like actually just made me crack up was like the crazy montage in the beginning with all the extras, and then it's just like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a, there's so a lot silly. of that in this movie, like the juxtaposition. Like it's it goes from the shots to the scenes to like the score. You'll get all these crazy things, and then like, all right, now it's serious, and then go back to the crazy things. Yeah, yeah. which I personally like. I know some people had that issue that like it got too tiring, but and like it life. felt like, well, <laughs> yes, um, like they thought it was too much of an, um, I guess, emotional whiplash mm-hmm. rather, but yeah. not intended. I felt that, but not like, not with the content that was mm-hmm. being told. It was just like the way that they're going about it. I was like, okay. Sure. I mean, like, it was like tone differences mm. happening. But I was, I'm like, I'm here for the ride, but it's just like, I don't know why you did it like this. Mm. So. This is mm. totally off topic, but, well, not totally, but off topic of what you guys are talking about. But did you guys see the interview where they're asking Margot Robbie about, like, kissing Brad Pitt? Mm. And she's like, that wasn't even in the script. I just did that. <laughs> and oh she was Margo. like, she was like, you know, 
I thought I had an opportunity and I took it. <laughs> and I was like, go off, bitch. Wait, is she serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Good and for then, her, man. And, and then it ended up working and Damien Chazelle was like, yeah, just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. It works really well in the movie. Yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like if people like, like Margot's like, t- it's typecasted now. Would you that's say like, like crazy? That's, that's like, like the crazy, crazy girl. Like, hyper kind of energy. Like, yeah. She does it so well though. Let's of see course, Barbie but I'm, first. Yes, Let's I'm, I'm glad she's Barbie. Barbie. Nice Christian <gasps> household Barbie. doll. What's well, interesting though is that she has, from my understanding, like a fair amount of control over the projects that she's yeah that she's picked yeah um or that she's been a part of, and so in a way she is that's part of her. Mm-hmm. crafting yeah that. maybe that's just like what she likes to do the of most. course no of course yeah so how do we forgive the amsterdam people? oh dude i have to see it so. oh i haven't seen that mm. is she in that it's on hbo max yeah. is she in that it's her john david and christian bale like the the, the, the trio oh, oh damn. Yeah, yeah but she knew better <laughs> she knew better i've said is it's she okay in, she's in, gonna be in barbie and i know uh, it's more so behind the scenes stuff oh you know what do you mean oh like the abusive director oh yeah We've that everyone knows this. is abusive David Russell. For Amsterdam? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. Another bomb. Sorry. Yeah. That went like straight to HBO Max after that. They're like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like two months. I think it's the quick, the quickest one of like the recent releases. Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it was in theaters for like two weeks. <gasps> it really? made so little money as well. Probably not actually two weeks, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Universal is a 17-day window at the moment. Hmm. So that's why you literally have... Two like movies the in the top ten this week that are <clears throat> also on streaming. It's the you menu can watch for free. Uh, I'll have to go look, but yeah, it's a it's a weird time for movies right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I mean, so it, weird just because it's so weird that going. Well, maybe this attributes to it too is that everyone just assumes that everything's just going to be put on streaming, mm-hmm. so they're like, we're not going to go to the movies. It's just going to be on streaming in a month. So we'll yeah. just wait for it to be on there and we can watch it for free. That's how my cousin felt about Strange World. It's just like... Is it on streaming? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I already saw it on there. It's yeah. weird I mean, that... that Like, I get why um, companies and stuff are doing that, but it's also weird because everyone is like, we need people back in the theater. Like, we need to do this and this and this. But then they're turning around and just take putting everything right on streaming. Well, it looks like the ones that are like truly profitable do take longer still to go on what, streaming. Yeah, whereas yeah. the ones that do pretty good, like the menu, or do horribly, like Amsterdam, they try to get them on there as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my question is now at this point, what did Megan do right that it made double its projected like box office revenue and its opening weekend? Well, obviously it's. It's a movie Marketing. for the kids. Yeah. I mean, I think the definitely, world. like, Megan immediately became a meme. Yeah. As soon as the trailer came out, yeah. it was a meme. Like, immediately. There was no, like, time in between. It was just, like, I remember the trailer coming out and then the next day, like, her, everything from the trailer just being everywhere. And I was like, oh, shit. And so everyone was talking about it. It became a meme. It still is a meme. Like... Was this the first like horror movie since like the big one, first big horror movie since Halloween releases? How, like Halloween season? Yeah. Um maybe. I mean when Smile come out. September. Halloween? September. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, because that might hey. also play into it because like, all right, we're tired of like the dramas. Let's yeah. do horror, yeah. which I mean, there's always a horror movie first weekend of the year. Um, they usually tend to be bad, which is why I'm sure we all thought it was going to be bad. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, wasn't Get Out the first horror movie of its year? February. What came out before it? I don't know. I'm sure something in January. I'll look it up. Um, Megan had the same, like the marketing and like watching the trailers and like the momentum of it before it released reminded me a lot of the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> Has anyone seen the Bye Bye Man? The Bye. I've heard about it though. It's it's a it's a really shitty movie that it came out in like 2017. Maybe that's what it was. And I was in high school at the time, so of course I fucking saw it. Yeah. 2017. So. That was the first horror movie of the year. 27. What? Bye bye, man. Yeah. Dude. That was the same year as Get Out? Yeah. Wow. No oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Friday uh, 13th. Insane. Yeah. Bye bye, man. Wait, it was Friday just... the th- That's crazy. Friday the 13th is in January this year. It's not that Ooh. crazy, but like, it's funny that we're looking at a Friday the 13th, and Friday the 13th is also in January this year. Nice. Um, I'm yeah, trying six to find years ago. The, the demographics yeah. of Megan. Um, <laughs> Old people loved it because yeah, our our audience was pretty young. Yeah, um, but it was uh, 53 percent uh, of ticket buyers were female. Nice. Well, that makes oh, a lot of sense. Forty four percent were under twenty five. That also makes a lot of sense. There were little well, when we went to watch it. There's little children, a family behind Jeremy and I. Literally, yeah. they're like, cover your eyes, cover your eyes. And they all started like covering. I'm assuming they're covering your eyes because then someone was like, why are you guys covering your eyes? Something's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's literally like four or five kids. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Martin thought it was rated R the whole time we were watching the movie. That's why I was, I was gonna, confused. I was well, like, yeah. The, that's one thing Megan got right is that they made it PG 13. So they that can. Was a PG 13 movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. I, 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 left I was the only one who knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there is an update on that. Because Megan did so well and people wanted a gorier cut, there might be a gorier cut released at some point for the first Megan. The next one, I, I don't want yes. a gorier cut. I want a better. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Well, the sequel also, they're going to be pushing for rated R. So. I think it should. I think it would have been. They could have. Like, Megan wasn't a bad movie, but I think it had potential to be something actually like pretty good if it was rated r yeah could have had more fun yeah they could have take like gone to way more extremes and just mm. had more fun not having to worry about the pg-13 limitation for like it the stretchy earlobe that looked really cheesy yeah. that yeah. was like the one bad like i was like but bad. Was that, that was good but was that intentional yeah like they kept cutting back to it and back to it and back to it and it gets farther and farther <laughs> and like the second time it cut back to it i was like oh i think this yeah. is intentional that's why like i it's a comedy was back and forth on the movie as far as like am i laughing with it or at it because there's definitely things that wants us to laugh with it but there's certain things like whenever she like with the whole collectible toys thing like are we supposed to groan and cringe that she's cutting open the thing and go oh she's open (laughs) or are we supposed to are we supposed to laugh with her because she's the weight she's like like it's a, she's like this is a collectible, but just slices down the middle. And like, are we laughing like, with <laughs> the thing? Like, are yeah. so, but and is the character? Are we laughing at the character? Or are we laughing with the movie? Yeah. There, I just the the target of the humor. I could never like 
yeah, get a read on. I agree. It was kind of like I didn't know if it was like funny because it was bad or funny because they purposely were trying to make it bad funny. There's you know what I mean? There's absolutely no way in hell that you have Megan just starting to sing Titanium <laughs> if you're not trying to go to the comedy. No, but wrote, that's but that's a different that, that's one, a different type it. of bit of humor yeah. than like 90% of the rest of the movie. Well, okay. So I will say James Wan co-wrote this movie who also put a CGI octopus in Aquaman playing the drums during the final battle sequence. So I think the man knows what he's doing. Yes. Wait, James Wan also wrote Aquaman? Yes. He, he directed wrote and directed it. The same person that saw. Yes. yes. Oh my god. This guy <laughs> this guy's had the most varied like filmography. It's great, isn't it? Um but yeah, no, this is this is a comedy. This is a horror comedy. It's a, it, it's in yeah. line with Gremlins. And and that's where I'm like you, like Chucky. Mm-hmm. Which is, is basically modern Chucky, mm-hmm. right? You know, animatronic toy, you know. But not Kill. is demonic. Yeah. Not necessarily demonic. This is just a dog bit it. Yeah. <laughs> and like it had a spark on its neck. And so, <laughs> you know, where, where's Chucky? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's been a while since I've I seen I love that. Chucky. But, well, I mean, okay, so thoughts. <laughs> no, in comparison to Chucky, like Chucky being like competently done in the scenes that are supposed to be scary, much like Gremlins. Um, but then like the humor, you can like clearly like the movie is guiding you when yeah. you're supposed to laugh and when you're supposed to feel fear. See, that's one of my favorite things about Chucky is that those movies are funny while like they have humor to them while also being like horror slasher movies. And are and the humor is for what I remember, it's there, there's there's very intentional humor, but then there's also camp humor. That yes, that's what I was going to say. They're very campy. That, that is intentional. Yeah. But then there's also some unintentional stuff. Sure. With, you know, and that's the fun of a lot, a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, Megan just had a slickness to it that mm-hmm. doesn't gel with the like, oh, this is unintentionally funny in, in some ways. Or sorry, it, that's an intentionally funny that it's so bad it's good. But it looks like a thirty million dollar movie. But like that, I also some of think that, my brain didn't. So bad it's good. Also, I feel like plays into actors as well, because the lead in like the aunt in the movie, mm-hmm. or godmother, whoever she is, um, wasn't obviously in Get Out. We know that she's a good actress and that she can do. She wasn't like fantastic by any means in this movie. Whether that's just directing, writing, whatever. But also I feel like everyone else besides like Megan, who is a robot. Spoiler. Or (laughs) (laughs) and the little girl, like the um, girl who loses her parents. Besides those three, everyone else, I feel like none of them were good actors. Do you think... Um, the side characters, the other scientists or whatever, do you think any of them were good? Because I think the guy was good. I think the guy was good. The, I think the... Which one? Which the guy? guy? Which guy? Like the, the lab assistant. Yeah, the lab assistant. Um, The one who Megan like slices and dices? No, no. the one that she hangs. The, remember oh, she has like two yeah, friends, yeah. two friend uh, assistants essentially that survive. Yeah. And what yeah. What does that say about you that you only remember how they died yeah. or almost died? 
the other guys that died, they're not because even they're part not, of, they're not scientists. Because their characters don't really do much for me, and they're not that great of actors, so I'm going to remember when they die. But Hangman Hank, good actor to you in that movie? Because um, I know he's a great actor. Not memorable at all to me. I mean, that's not what I'm asking. <laughs> well, if you're not memorable, then you can't be that great of an actor. Well, it's not. Sometimes it's writing fault. That's writing's fault. I mean, sure, but in that sense, I don't remember him ever doing anything that I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a good actor." Mm-hmm. Every it was just very mediocre, whatever to me. Megan has a ninety-four percent Rotten Tomatoes. I said that earlier. Yeah, let's stop using Rotten Tomatoes and like, let's look, look at Medicare. One hundred and forty-seven. <laughs> Did you hear those people behind us in the theater? And yeah. They're like, "This movie has eighteen <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes," and then the other hey, guy's like, "Is does that mean it's good?" Oh yeah. So <laughs> we were watching Empire of Light. Um, two days ago and my god they were first of all they were so loud and also they just left so much popcorn and trash they also left Um, literally like 10 minutes into the film like literally got there they were super obnoxious in the beginning like ridiculously obnoxious and then they like get up and leave something about like shitting themselves and then (laughs) they just never come back and this was shortly after like this oh is God, a, this, this is like a eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What movie was this? Empire of Light. Oh. It was at the end that, of my. That's, that's more reasonable. Uh, end of you know my uh, movie day, if mm. you will. Uh, so like the guy at the end was just like, "Is that good? Like eighteen percent? Is that good? And no." And then like, "Is that good?" Yeah, I I don't know what metric. In he was what thinking. world is eighteen <laughs> percent good? You get an exam unless you're back. playing golf. You get an exam back. Hey, That's yeah, I got an eighteen percent on my test. Is that good? Is that good? Well, I got a hundred. <laughs> so Megan on Metacritic has yeah. seventy-two, a That's score of seventy-two, and a user score of seventy-seven point eight, which is essentially seventy-eight. I'm yeah. not sure why they switched That's up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really good though. That, like on Metacritic. Yeah. You know. But that's like, you know, so that to good. me, that's like, yeah, that was, that's an enjoyable movie. I had fun. Yeah. You know, it's not like the There's 94% is like insane. But I also well, feel like the, the theater going experience, like all of us going to see it together yeah, made the movie more fun definitely. as well. Definitely. Cause like, if it was just like the two of us or like the two of us, like going to see Megan, we, I don't think we would have had as much fun as we did mm-hmm. with like all of us being there. Like yeah. it, it definitely increased why we enjoyed the movie. I feel like, cause yeah, like, for sure. I also don't feel like it's one of those, one of those like horror movies that I'm going to go back to and be like, Oh damn, I want to watch Megan in a month. You know, yeah. like maybe if there was more dancing, but yeah, I, you, could sure. literally, you could literally just watch the just trailer. Just make Megan a musical. Well, which yes. kind of, oh, no. So, okay. Add her singing to that trailer. You're going to have a great time. Just wait for the Broadway adaptation. I would watch that. That would be so fun. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that'd be cool. Dude, <laughs> that'd be insane. Bruce on Broadway? Oh my God, why have we not <laughs> talked about Bruce? Oh yeah, no, Bruce was the MVP of the movie. As soon as they showed the gloves and Bruce, I'm like, oh, he, she's going to use it to kick yeah. his butt. So, <laughs> welcome I, okay. to the secret weapon. I will say, going with a bunch of film people, we all picked up on the tropes. We're like, yeah. that's going to come back. Yeah. Yes, it's back. <laughs> like, yeah. We all He's knew. Here. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. We were all waiting for it, and when it happened, we were all so happy. I clapped. Yeah, I think a good amount of us. I said, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> I think we all went, Fuck yeah. we at yeah. least all did like this. Even if it was just our row, that was enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, Megan was like very fun for me, and like 
hopefully this marks a good year of movies that like we're starting strong <laughs> yeah i hope so um but also very interesting at least on rotten tomatoes i gotta look at the other websites and stuff i not a metacritic i heard but uh the critics liked it more than the audience interesting it's crazy oh, it's because, because megan is universal is paying for all this stuff Regal was pushing Megan like they made the movie to their Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah. wait, really? Like on their Twitter, on their like Twitter, everywhere. Megan everywhere. took over, like Megan inside the theaters, over. to have the critics higher than the audience when this is obviously just like a clout, crowd pleasing mm-hmm. movie, not a critic movie. Sus. Yeah. It's, it's not. But sus. there's but there's themes, Alex. It goes <laughs> deeper behind all of the gore and the humor. Do we think at the end of the day? Do we think Megan? Knows what it is. Yes. Oh yeah. And does it well. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. I think it does an okay job. A movie that knows what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Why? I just, there are other movies that do that uh, that have done that that I've enjoyed more. Okay. Um, th- th- in terms of just like Jennifer's laugh, body laughs per minute. Well, that's that's definitely a movie that's in that realm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's on HBO Max now. Yeah. Thank God, let's go. Although that's another uh, movie that's not like la- you know, like constant you know humor or anything like that. No, it's um, another horror movie. But no, horror. no, but it has s- satirical. Oh, like yeah. fun moments that you can like, in, you know, you might not be laughing out loud, but you're like you. Yeah, you're chuckle. having fun like, with <laughs> it. Yeah, you're smirking with <laughs> the cleverness of the movie. Yeah. Whereas Megan, like, I didn't feel like anything was clever. Like it okay. was just, it was just fun. It was just silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like you're laughing at, you know. But the themes, the, no. <laughs> like, hold on, hold like on, hold on. honestly, like the the people that I was sitting next to, mm. like they thought it was so funny how predictable and obvious the movie was. That's what they were cracking yeah. up at. Yeah. Mm. Like they weren't laughing at anything. They were like, they would say a line and then they're like, <laughs> and then, and they're laughing at the fact that they could, that they like basically were writing the movie yeah. right ahead of the bit. Yeah, and. They didn't guess that that bulletproof song yeah. part. I don't know if anyone guessed <laughs> that. No, that was that was that was that's amazing. Clever, that to me that was that's what was clever as well as the commercial at the beginning. The commercial oh, at the beginning oh, was yeah. a good hook. I was instantly like, "This is gonna be a fun movie." The start of the theme of the movie, toys. <laughs> Are bad. are bad. Oh. Spend time with your kids. Go Ele- throw a ball. Electronic toys are bad. Electronic toys are bad. Stop giving kids iPads. And give kids Nerf guns. No more screen time. It's interesting, Jeremy, how much you enjoyed it, though. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for us pushing you, yeah, this when movie would have only a half-star difference between RRR. For you on Letterbox. All right, this is on a different realm. But so. you said fun. The amount of you know the whole idea of yeah. RR is about like how much fun you had in the theater, fun movie well, th- experience. That's not the whole idea for me. Like, there's uh, genuine craft in that film that like actually catapults it. To, oh, okay, like, okay. One of my favorites. I guess that's a tough time. movie because yeah. you're evaluating yeah. it at two different levels. Exactly. Because a lot of people, whenever they talk about RR, they're you know they're only talking about how much fun they had. No, I mean like I we've even talked about this. Mm-hmm. I think one of the leads should genuinely be considered for best actor mm-hmm. to be nominated you know mm-hmm. like he does that well of a job because he's doing so many different things and all of it so well and for as ridiculous and outlandish as that movie is it's still <laughs> believable in its world and when you when a movie can be that crazy and still believable in its world like to me that makes the mark of a great movie that, that's kind of though where i wish 
but basically, I, I guess I just want every movie to be RR because I've, I've been saying <laughs> that I wish Marvel movies were more like RR, yeah. and I wish like movies like Megan, not necessarily Megan, but movies in that realm, like these mid-budget, um, uh, you know, horror comedies where it's supposed to be about fun and seeing clever set pieces and stuff like that. Like even the action, like was not interesting. Like you've seen mm-hmm. it a million times. Mm-hmm. It wasn't shot interesting. Yeah. You know, it was just you know, yeah, just kind of par for the course. But if you were like shot it like RRR and had like the energy of RRR, yeah. you're like, you definitely don't have those questions of like, does this movie know what it is? So it's like, because the movie itself through the, you know, that elevation is just like, you know, saying, let's just have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm not pitching Megan to do that. It just, I'm like, oh, wow. It, it would be so cool to do that. Basically, I'm just saying, let's shoot yeah. a horror comedy like RRR. I'm, is Instead it, of whatever drama we're talking yeah. about shooting. Why wasn't RR your favorite movie last year? Because it's like the one you always compare everything to now. Because um, it I'm is a movie. My, my whole list is all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> the movie I saw the most is Avatar. Yeah. That's not my favorite. The movie that was my favorite, I think I have at four or five, um, Bones and All. Like, or the movie yeah. that like impacted me the most or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, my whole list was all messed up. And I had six movies because I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I did enjoy Megan. I had. Fun. I'm glad I went. Yeah. 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 See, and yeah. it didn't be Avatar, so it took convincing because Alex was literally like, "I want to go watch Megan. It might beat Avatar." <laughs> it did on on Friday. It made three hundred thousand dollars more than Avatar on Friday night. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that was the day we did. It's go, all yeah. because we went. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, your one ticket won't matter, they said. <laughs> you literally, It'll be fun, they said. <laughs> was it fun? It was. And yeah. did, it matter, did it matter in the overall weekend? No, because I went there to Avatar go. two nice. more times that weekend. <laughs> we did see it in 40X. Are we going to see the sequel for Megan? In 40X, yes. Mithrigan 2? Two? Will, Mithrigan, will Megan the S is a two? 2 yeah. be competing with Avatar 3? Oh, I Ooh. hope so. I would also like to bring it up. That Avatar 2 on Rotten Tomatoes, yes, we, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is in the most credible source, has a higher score than Avatar 2. Avatar 2 has a higher <laughs> score. Sorry, <than> Megan <laughs> has a higher score than Avatar 2. Megan has a 94. It's a higher score than most movies. Like, uh, there is, it is uh, twice as many reviews, yes, critic it. reviews. Uh, Megan was 174. Oh, I thought you were saying Megan has twice Avatar as many. 404. I was like... Yeah. Does it's it? the audience score. It's the quality, not the look, quantity. No, look at the audience score. Eighty percent for the audience. <laughs> Proceeds to recite <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, since we mentioned 40x, do we want to briefly? That was my segue, that. and I'm glad no one delivered on it. Okay. I also oh my god! Uh, get over it. 40x. Are you yelling? <laughs> so I got to see Avatar 2 for the first time in 40x. Yeah. Shit I'm just gonna. Was insane. <laughs> So I, I didn't, well, I was going to see Avatar 2. Jeremy wanted to, uh, you know, he had a whole movie day where he started his day at opening time, opening hours for mm-hmm. the, the movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. And then... First showing. And you left at close? The last showing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. Oh, my God. We ended on a bad movie. Especially after 4... I'm never watching something after I see something in 40X. What, what did you end on? Empire of Light. Oh, you didn't like it? No, but like no, we were like also, we were like, why aren't the seats moving? <laughs> as, as much as we all hated like yeah. the movement, 
It would have made Empire of Light more fun. But so anyway, continue. Is 40X only a Regal thing or? It's, I think Regal is one that's implemented it the most. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if AMC somewhere has some sort of 40X experience, but Regal's the one that's like, this is cinema. Nice. And <laughs> this is 40X. So, no. yeah, for those who don't know what 40X is, it's basically like, it's a simulation ride, but it's in the movie. <laughs> it's in the movie theater. Think of the Shrek um, yep. show at Universal, yeah. but every movie ever. I would compare it more so to the Forbidden Journey, the Harry Potter ride. <laughs> what? Yeah, it felt more like that. Because we were like like shifting like really like the angles that we were sh- I was like oh my god like I'm, yeah. we're about to fall off so- I left that movie with a sore neck <laughs> that was like three and a half hours of just yeah. like non-stop like whoa, whoa you were whoa. also ballsy for getting a drink <laughs> for the movie mm, um, I'm also, thirsty <laughs> also John was at the edge of one of the like rows and I was on the edge of mine even though yeah. we were next to each other so like the times where he was up and I was all the way down <laughs> absolutely insane like oh i was God. like my head was like to his waist that's yeah. how high up he was and i'm like it didn't flip. <laughs> oh. so i got there well i got there before all of you guys mm-hmm. and it was the funniest thing literally i was smiling as i was stepping <laughs> up like to my seats because we were high up too yeah we were like what row f Something H. like that. H or F? I think no, we, we were F. We were F. I think. What? No, you guys were. No, we were E. So you yeah, guys were F. were F. Yeah. So yeah, we were row F. But like, like I don't know anyone here, and I see. <laughs> first of all, it's fucking packed, except yeah. for like our row that yeah. me and Jeremy were in. Like your guys, like you guys were probably the last people to show up. I would say for your row, and yeah, it's packed. And I'm just like, I've never seen this amount of people ever, because I think the 40x seats are they like more capacity. Than a regular, like the auditorium. Yeah, um, I would guess that that was a probably like a two hundred okay seat theater auditorium. Maybe yeah, two fifty. Okay, that's a um, decent amount. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it was a, I was like, oh. um, the there's the auditoriums that have like the the reclining seats. If it's not like the the big like uh, mm-hmm. premium screens, they are probably like less than a hundred. Wow insane um, like those those recliners take up like a ton of space mm-hmm. yeah um and that was like if the chairs were a little bit bigger because like you only had like you like if you were in the middle like i felt bad for you because no wait, you were on an edge i was thank god yeah, we were yeah, both on because edges. because if you're in the middle and other people take your armrests yep. you're you're yeah, there's no seat you're gone. like yeah. you're you're on your own like yeah. it's, that's a, it's a core the, no, workout no, no. there needed to be a seat back. yeah <laughs> the amount of times we were all yeah. adjusted to get back yes. and i was in sweatpants too so and like i was I in kept... jeans and i kept <laughs> sliding too yeah it was like a slip and slide yeah at points no but for me it like, was insane it was, bad. It was insane because like so interesting i get to the seat i'm the first one in my row <laughs> i'm like holy shit i look to my right there's a little toggle for water on and off i said turn that bitch off <laughs> I did not want to get sprayed. You turn water on and off. Yes, and so where does it spray you from? The front, the seat well, in front of you, like the, head, the headrest of the seat in front of you, and it also comes. <laughs> it comes from behind too. Yes, I don't know where. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. two little things there. Insane. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Actually, I didn't mind the, these. Yeah. Because it, the, for, that simulated the rain more, yeah. but the, the fucking mist, like, <laughs> the mist so, in your face. It's like you just get tased. Splash, and it's like pepper spray. And I'm like, that's dumb. But yeah. when it, in the, during the rain scenes, yeah. and you feel yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a little bit of, like, I think that, that comes from the, the ceiling, yeah, or like they so, blow yeah. it, like they. You would hear blow the blowing of the fans. Oh no! You hear the blowing of the fans. 
Also, the best effect was still the bubbles. There's nice. one scene. This is a water a movie that takes place like seventy percent in or around water, but for some reason, one specific scene had from the top right corner just a couple Ooh. bubbles <laughs> sprinkling down. <laughs> Just what, and, and, it made no and sense. Up, up in front of the screen, so the shadow starts getting cast yeah. on the screen. Just like, and a lot of okay. them pop, but then a couple linger. Just <laughs> the scene, the bubble scene's over. Well, first of all, there's no bubble scene in the movie, but they decided this is the scene. It was to put the, bubbles. It's when you first see one of the whales, yeah. but they never show up again for yeah. any Every, of the yeah. hundreds of whales we see mm-hmm. later. There's, there's no the more one. bubbles. No did more guys, bubbles. Did you it guys, looks like they ran out. Did you notice someone walked in during that? I just see the bottom right. I just see some guy like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's, just he's, he's got popcorn. So I guess he got concessions. He's just confused. He's like, okay. Can you even eat concessions in a 40 You can try. My, can try. So <laughs> in, my, in my row. It sounds like it would be like eating concessions on a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. In my row, I had, it was three other ladies. It was like, I would assume like a daughter and her like mom and her grandma or something maybe. And they sit next to me. And so, so you know how regal, like on regular showing, they do the whole like boop boop boop. They do all the stupid movie quotes. So Forty X, they have this like like promo trailer of Forty X, and they the fucking chairs just start moving for that. Uh-huh. And we're all just like the four of us are all just cracking up because we're like holy shit. And made a joke. I was like, you guys better hold on to your food. They're like, this is our first time. I was like, it's been a while for me too. So I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. And with the going back to the water though, like it was just funny seeing like the people in front of us because like something in the water will happen and you just see people in the front just get like pelted with a mist. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like okay. Seeing, Can you like, see any movie in 40x? A lot of oh, movies, sure a lot of blockbusters. Like they're they're advertising both of the upcoming Marvel movies. Yeah. So like yeah. Guardians and Ant Man are going to be in 40x. I got the trailers for those are also yeah in 40x. So like the trailer oh. for that was like. Oh the my trailers God. are in 40x. The worst one was the Ant Man trailer. Like, oh, you know, they in the Ant Man trailers, <laughs> like when they get into the quantum realm. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it. The trailer. You remember, like, you know, when he like they get sucked into the little into hole. the box. Uh huh. That was like that's basically when we sat down, and I already almost. Shot yeah, myself. Jeremy. Jeremy <laughs> like, has a video. Wait, do the chairs go even if no one's sitting in them? Yes. yes. So you have to try it, and sit down yes. while yes. the chairs. <laughs> yes. Because it's not it's not singular chairs. That it's would give rows. me the ick. Like it's a whole row. Yeah, and I was oh. like, it's insane. So when Martin got up to go and get the, his drink, I was like, "What, madman? <laughs> like, good luck." So <laughs> I I checked real quick. A theater can see 128 people for 40x. At least the one we can go to, which I will not say. That's that's like a, a little bit less than the one here, I think. Which yeah. is kind of crazy. But I guess like there. What do you mean the one here? Like the screening Art. theater that we have. Yeah. Oh oh. Yeah. At an undisclosed location. So we need to put the 40x seats in the screening theater. Is what I'm hearing. I think that we definitely should. But yeah, but beyond just the only seats for the moving, the seats have. Um, oh, they have these per- like protrusions. Per- yeah, they have like. Oh my god! Pneumatic, oh my god. like like. What? So okay, okay, okay. You know, okay, like right? a massage chair. So so no. so shoot shoot Alyssa with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> we felt that every time first, someone got hit with an arrow. <laughs> So it's like you're dying. The first time it happened in the movie, I literally, I literally, like, oh. <laughs> and when you get, Oof. when someone gets shot with two, don't worry, there's two. That there's come two. Out. You get punched. You get punched too. They punch you in the yeah. face. No. You get punched in the yeah. back. 
it's it was insane. And like when there was a lot of bullets too, it would just hit your legs. It was like oh yeah, well it was that, and then also the air blast by your ears. Yeah. Along with the punch, yeah, yeah. like and they have like they have like strobe overload. lights too in the in the yes. theater. They go doof, doof. when the machine guns go off. That <laughs> was kind of the only like thing I didn't like because it was like the that strobe. was the only yeah thing? I know I know <laughs> not the fans because it's the strobe is white light yeah but the muzzle yeah. flash is yellow so I was like immersion that's it's not gone. <laughs> no. that's not accurate um my immersion broke when <laughs> the fans were out of sync for a scene. Because it was cutting back to when you're in the air and when you're on the ground. And they uh. put on the fans to simulate when you're up there so that way you feel all the you're, air and you're wind. But when you're on the ground, yeah. it's still going? No. No, no, no. It was for that scene specifically. It went on while you were on the ground and turned off for when you were in the air. Uh. Well, <laughs> out of sync, well yeah. you know, it takes, you know, because of physics, it takes a second for yeah. wind that's, you know, 200 feet away from you. Well, to reach you, so they have to turn the fans on ahead of time. So by yeah. the time the scene cuts to when they want, when there's wind on the screen, the wind is finally touching your face. So if there's a quiet conversation scene right before, you know, a scene in the air or a scene in the majestic ocean, you're gonna hear. Yes, it sounds like it sounds like a lawnmower kicking. Oh my god! Like like, because there's like eight of them all around this all around the auditorium. (laughs) It feels like a roadside roadside carnival because you can see you you see the logo of the brands of lights (laughs) and fans that they just bought from Lowe's. Like (laughs) they put they put you have the truss and they just rigged it. It I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if the ushers were the ones to put to rig that stuff. I would be because they <gasps> say it up. That's scary. <laughs> um, but no, like you know, you but know, out, like theme outside park the lines? auditorium. Yeah, it's those fans. No. Yeah, and it's like outside. It's all sleek and it's like 40x, <laughs> and they have like they make it look like an Apple store when you like walk into like the auditorium. But like once you're inside, you see an you're, usher you're just rolling like, duct tape around a pipe. <laughs> it, it, you're like, wow. Your is, seat. And so it is like this line between being like the slick because the the seats are cool in the, like how much they can move with how little noise. Yeah, the, yeah. You know the pneumatic. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it is it's baffling such... how uncomfortable those seats are. Like, it, <laughs> like I don't know if you could design more uncomfortable I've, seats. I've so, they were. Rock hard, <laughs> Adam Incline, slippery, as slippery, and it was just the worst. They were so you couldn't recline them yourself because they moved. The worst for oh me, God. I've well, never. And then I always get like a sore. dentist chair because the, your feet have to be up on the little rack too. Yeah. Oh my God! I think I almost broke mine twice. Because like there were times. Because you're too big. Well, okay. So I'm yes, but also like I move. I already move a lot in my chair, but with this makes it ten times worse. And then also, so there are times where I'm moving and I don't know it's going to move. So literally I move forward. It's moving me and my feet go like this. And I feel the, the, the thing where my feet are go up with me. And I try to move it to see, I'm like, is that supposed to be? It doesn't move. So it's not supposed to be like that. Um, so sorry to that theater. So there is, there was supposed to be smell. Did no, you guys smell anything? I, I, no. smell, I smell. I yeah. smell forest. The forest stuff. Alex, do you have COVID? Towards the finale. Uh, apparently, I, like towards the, the finale, finale. there's like a little. I guess I was so smell. overwhelmed by. Oh, the, like, I just thought like that when was... they when they reconnect with the tree or whatever. Oh maybe. yeah, you know. Oh, like the, I guess it wasn't in forest. Huh? I did smell something. I thought it was that like was, that was supposed to be like a foresty smell. Yeah, they, they use like really it strong for breeze. Like it's like for breeze almost in a sense. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. You know, it's like earthy. It's not like forest. Yeah, all the ushers. 
<laughs> well, that's what I said. I wish that like they leaned into the campiness because they they, they present this like this is like a premium experience, yeah. total immersion. Yeah. Would you pay twenty five dollars to see this movie in a premier theater like IMAX? This is more better than IMAX. Yeah, like, and. Again, like there's apparently a whole demographic of people who this is how they experience movies, and I've never met one, and up until this point, I have never been one. Doesn't Jeff love to go to 40x movies? He said he has gone to them for movies that for action movies he doesn't know if he's gonna like or not. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that's actually kind of smart. It is. So, you know, I mean, you saw this for the first time. I had seen it plenty of times prior. So, oh, you don't want to say the number. So I, this was my fifth time. Put <laughs> uh, the record. Uh, but the, you know, I am going on an academic uh, journey of evaluating all of the um, premium movie theaters in my area. Um, <laughs> Which is? We're <laughs> um, the zip code. <laughs> uh, so I had fun, but... In the back of my head, I'm also like thinking, like, oh my god, all these people who paid twenty five dollars to experience this movie. I mean, they're they're experiencing the movie while they're like in a simulation of a plane crash, and yeah. like the, yes, this is just is. the in flight movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. So I don't know, but if this was for like Rocky Horror Picture Show, I was just like, gonna say you know, they yes. should lean like, into the Rocky yes. Horror Picture Show. Then camp. I would be like, oh, this would be I would go to something like this like once a month at least yeah, like yeah. this would be really fun to yeah. go see movies you've already seen let the audience participation happen like i have expected like the ushers to come out with like <laughs> giant sticks with like fish on strings and just like wave them around during like the Under underwater scene. scenes hey, yeah wow. yes oh. baby driver 40x do it oh my god <laughs> so you will just, throw up i just want to be sure and say this um alex so you spent about 15.75 hours of your life Watching that movie. To be fair, in his defense, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that's that's a feat. Most like long form television shows, a season would be like 18, 19 hours. Do so. you watch a season of TV in 40x? Some, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I thought you were gonna say, do you watch a season of TV at a time? And I said, some people. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say some people do, but then you said 40x, so I had to stop. I think you'd die in 40x. Is this your guy's first time Me with 40x? Me specifically? <laughs> no, so I, I've done 40x like twice before, and each time my neck hurts. What, 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 I don't so know what I other movies? Do. What other movies did you do 40x? Because this is my second I time. My first. 40X. I did what was it? One was Promare, mm-hmm. which is like this one anime movie, and I think one of them was. A Marvel film. I don't recall which one, but it was like two or three years ago. So if I look up, it's, it might have been Black Panther. Really? Interesting. Okay. For the me, first was, one? Probably the first one. The first one, one right? yeah. yeah. For me, it was the, uh, like, I think it was, what was the last Mission Impossible movie? Fallout? Fallout, yeah. The one the, before that, Rogue Nation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh the one with Henry Cavill? Do, do. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't that Where one. He, it wasn't that one. It was the one before arms that. his arms. Sorry, that it was. was <laughs> I watched Forty X in that. That was it, that was fine. You you guys are saying like, oh, it's uncomfortable. I normally in regular seats, I'm just like I get sore and my legs like I'm like I can't sit down in this for too long. But Forty X, <laughs> I'm built for Forty X. I guess I got up. I was like, oh wow. Like literally, if for me, if it wasn't for the sliding, I wouldn't mind how the seats work yeah. either. Um, if like they just need to be a little more spacious, like on the front end, I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in between, because that's what I, that's why I felt like I felt like I was me and the guy next to me were like 
getting to know each other very well. Oh, uh, okay. That's true. I did have a kid <laughs> next to me. The film bro in the making. Yeah. He loved it. This guy, this guy next to me. This is this again. This is this is also what I'm yeah. part part of the thing I'm doing when I'm going through. Uh, you know, I'm like kind of getting a read on the, the audience, mm. uh, and you know, it's really interesting hearing like which audiences. Like this audience clapped during the uh, during the uh, the action scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first time. Oh, the whale snatch. Yeah. So that was the of every time that I've seen the movie. Yeah. I there was like a the first time I think there was like a like a yeah like you could hear everybody go oh yeah. yeah but like people were like still kind of reserved but this time everybody started clapping and it was like a kind of a sustained clap like a yeah. little bit like not just like one like I mean mm-hmm. maybe people just kind of realized they were like <laughs> everybody everybody needed a everyone, release everyone did one synchronized clap they all went <laughs> can <laughs> we talk can we talk about the fact that everyone clapped after Megan yes deservedly <laughs> No claps for Babylon. That's all I'm saying. You went to the wrong theater because we clapped in ours. <laughs> Our clap was literally like, no, 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 no. That was for. Um, I was for Babylon. Puss in Boots. <laughs> no, actually, Puss in Boots did get more of a clap. But, yeah, Puss in Boots got like a roaring applause from yeah. the five the people, people over there. The no, there were. There it was, was like us three and like two more. There was people behind and in front of us. Okay, there was like a family behind us. Basically, the applause for Avatar Two specifically started when they said. Who has the harpoon now? No, fuck you. <laughs> no, they didn't. He's that is camp. You know, before we started the episode, I searched up the cast for Avatar because I always forget uh, yeah. Stephen Lang's name. I was gonna call him Scott Lang. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Spider Man. Oh, I, <laughs> um, I searched up the cast, and none other than Vin Diesel is listed as part of the cast in Avatar. Wait, Google said this is in IMDb. Just Google was like, yeah, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel. Yeah. They thought Groot was in the movie. It's because Michelle Rodriguez is in the movie, so yeah. I guess so Vin Diesel next, has Paul to Walker? be. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Lego Russell. just released a Too Fast, Too Furious Lego set. Yeah, it's Paul mm. Walker's car. From too Fast. That's cool. It's pretty swag That's cool. and furious. Anyway, um, final Which, thoughts on Megan and Babylon. 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 Babylon should aspire to have the same score as Megan. <laughs> Do better. Do better, Babylon. <laughs> I was like, to which one? Uh, Babylon, I can't wait for your Criterion release by next year. Megan, the, I can't hour. wait for your Criterion release next year. Avatar, fuck, I'm not excited. I hope <laughs> I, I hope wait. Megan gets a Criterion release before Babylon. I hope the Criterion release comes with the bloody cut. I like actually the, hope for Babylon? Megan, Megan gets a Criterion. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Megan gets a Criterion release and not Babylon. Babylon's Criterion release is literally the two-hour Damien Chazelle iPhone version. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the bonus features. Yeah. And then what would be like the... Because it always comes... some Or not always, but it usually comes with something like physical. What would be like the physical thing that comes with it? An elephant. With bat cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with, uh, a bag of cocaine. <laughs> a bag of cocaine. <laughs> um, but the, the Megan soundtrack has uh, the, the cover on it. The bullet... The bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. Which I gotta Titanium. listen. Sorry, I gotta listen to it again. <laughs> the full version, huh? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's Titanium, but it's Megan's version. <laughs> yeah, I saw that joke. Good one. You saw you saw that joke. I just made it right now. I'm it was, creative. It was on Twitter. Um, I liked it. Really? Yeah. I'll I'll find it. Sorry, I'm not glued <laughs> to Twitter. Like me neither. Like, like Jeremy. Like all the I know I'm on people it trying to during work, but uh. all in all, Meg Megan. Pretty, pretty fun. Babylon, 
also pretty fun. Avatar 40X specifically, pretty fun. Would you do? Well. Would you do it for your next blockbuster? Would I do it for my next? This goes for everyone. I would watch uh, 40X. 40X. If I won with friends, I would watch it again in 40X. Otherwise, you would watch Avatar again, or just no, not Avatar, just okay. anything in 40X. <laughs> Um, I'll do like an, an anime movie in 40, like a Dragon Ball movie in 40X. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty funny. Or Akira. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Vegan. You, right. you don't keen peel? No? Okay, cool. Take us away, Penny. Wrap us out, Jeremy. Um, thank you guys for watching. Let us know your thoughts on these movies. Leave a like, leave a rating, five stars. Uh, if you're listening, leave a comment. Uh, follow us on our socials at Next Screen Pod. And thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 We Bye. are Titanic. <laughs> <laughs>